it seems like people are acting horribly and, you know, taking people hostage and shooting people and handcuffing them. And, but I think, you know, I think a lot of it is, is a kind of a new kind of, um, uh, role playing experience where, cause it's not often that you get to really be a, a bandit type in a game. And a lot of people haven't had the opportunity to really do that kind of role playing in a game before. And it's, I think they're doing it in, uh, in TZ. There are some games that people love to hear about but don't necessarily want to play. EVE Online has definitely been one like that for me, and it's uh, been proven out when how popular some of the stories I write about EVE Online and the crazy stuff that happens there, but it doesn't really seem to convert a lot of people into playing it. Um, that's what makes DayZ so interesting. Uh, Dean Hall's updated version of his Arma mod is something that operates with the same level of sandbox player interaction, player behavior, but all occurs within a first-person shooter in a post-apocalyptic zombie setting, something that we're all used to playing, something that we know how we might operate, even if DayZ takes away some of the traditional structure and that it doesn't really have one. Uh, there is no objective. Uh, it's why I've been so fascinated by Christopher Livingston's uh, blog, Hey, Are You Cool?, uh, in which he basically chronicles his adventures in DayZ, but they're not all crazy, I've been kidnapped and blah, 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 sort of the similar stuff that you hear uh, around the internet about DayZ. Uh, what's most interesting are the stories of the mundane interactions he has. Uh, those are the ones that I find to be my favorite. Uh, you can read the Tumblr yourself at heyareyoucool.tumblr.com, and uh, here's my conversation with Christopher about his adventures in the apocalypse. I can't remember where... I came across uh, your Tumblr chronicling your days in uh, in Day Z, but I've been endlessly fascinated by it ever since. Yeah, it's um, it's an interesting um, game, um, and interesting running into other people in the game, and even I think somehow even the really mundane encounters are sort of interesting, just because it's strange to run into someone in sort of a post-apocalypse and just have a little chat with them and then nothing really happens you know like you say a few things you say hello you say goodbye and they run off and that's sort of weird in itself even though nothing happened um in you know a multiplayer game with guns to not have a violent encounter is kind of weird on its own so yeah and i think you know my limited experience with the game you know i have to wonder if some of that is driven by the lack of a real objective. So because you're not really working towards anything except just here is a world, you know, survive, I guess, you know, but it's not like, you know, survive for two days and unlock an achievement and see the ending and save the world. Like it's just exist and then go from there. Yeah, I think that's kind of part of it. I think, I think that explains both the, um, kind of the the violence and the nonviolence. I think because there is no objective, but there are guns. Some some people kind of approach it with, "Well, I've got a gun, and I see somebody. I don't know what else to do except shoot them." But then I think other people think, 
you know, there's uh, there's no score, there's no points, there's no, uh, you know, there's no real objective. So maybe just try talking or sharing items or telling stories or that kind of thing. So it's, and all you know, added to that is you never really know which type of person you're going to get when you see someone approaching. Um, it all just makes it kind of an unusual uh, experience. I think uh, I think it is the mundane ones when I when I scroll through your your Tumblr that strike out at me the most. I guess this one isn't too mundane, but I, the one I I love the story about how you uh, you start climbing the stairs because you hear some footsteps and a guy pulls out his revolver on you. So you put your stuff away in order to kind of show, hey, I'm you know I'm friendly, and then mm-hmm. he takes out the revolver and just shoots you. <laughs> You get the I'm dead message, and then you can hear, like, you know, before you've respond, you can hear over the mic because they're still nearby saying, uh, if you can still hear this, I'm sorry, I just panicked. <laughs> yeah. I think when I when I think on that experience, I think I'm partially to blame because, you know, my default uh, travel mode is running as fast as I can. And so from these guys' perspective, they were they were up doing something on the roof, and this guy comes out and starts talking to them. And they've, one of them, you know, they're pointing a gun at him, but everything's going fine. And then this guy suddenly just starts running straight at them because <laughs> I, I wanted to come closer to them. I wanted to get a good picture of them for the Tumblr. And I just, I didn't think. I just, I, I double tapped the, the W, and I, I must have just looked like I was lunging right at this guy. And I guess, you know, Reflex took over, and he just fired a shot into my head. Um, but he did sound genuinely uh, apologetic. <laughs> I think you know I, we're all we're all really on a, a knife's edge in this game. It's you know these encounters really. I can feel my my heartbeat increase when I see someone coming. It is a really tense, and you like I said, you never really know what to expect. So I I don't really blame him. I think you know, I I might have done the same thing if I were him. So. Next time I'll have to try to uh, walk slowly towards someone instead of run at them, and hopefully that won't happen. Do you, like, you know, the blog's interesting because you're sort of, you know, chronicling all these different encounters you have. Like, is that your primary motivation for playing is just to approach people and then see what happens? Or do you do you have aims and objectives when you're playing the game that, you know, sort of just results in these encounters? Um, it kind of depends. I think early on when I, when I don't have much, when I'm, when I'm starting a new character, um, I would love to not see anyone. I just want to, uh, get some food, get, get a few beverages, um, get a backpack. Like I just want to, I just want to survive for a while. So in the early days, like I, uh, I don't seek out anyone. I'm very happy to go through a town and not run into anybody. Um, a little bit later, once I've got enough stuff to kind of keep me from starving to death, then I'm I'm very happy to run into someone and kind of um, I kind of just want to see what people are doing, what they're up to, what what their attitudes are, um, what their goals are. Like kind of just I don't really. Uh, you know, anything they want to do. If they want to talk, that's cool. If they want me to come with them, I'll go with them. If they want to run off by themselves, that's fine. I'm more, I'm mostly just curious to see how they're playing and and what they're doing. What do, What have you 
noticed, I guess, as you've started to pay, you know, far more attention to how players act as I, I imagine once you start the blog and people start paying attention to it, you start becoming a little more hypersensitive to, uh, you know, picking up on different character traits and player behavior. Is there are there trends that you sort of picked up on as you've been playing the game and, and documenting it? Um, the, one thing I've noticed is that because if I'm really well equipped and I've got, you know, a lot of camo and I've got a lot of food and water and a weapon. And how long does that take? Um, like, take like, how long would you say that takes to get to that point? Um, you know, the more you play, the, the less time it takes. Like you kind of start recognizing these these places that you spawn and you know what's kind of around you and you know where the nearest military base or airfield is or you know kind of what direction to run in if you want the best chance to find stuff so i mean i started over a new character the other day and i think within maybe two hours i had um a good bit of gear and enough food and water to not have to worry about uh looting unless i really needed to so you know at first it seems like i can't find anything i don't know where anything is and i'm gonna die but i think if you've if you've played for for a couple weeks, it's maybe an hour or two to get into a situation where you're you're good. You're you're not in in any danger of dying right. of starvation or anything. Um, but one thing I've noticed is that the times where I've been really well equipped and I've run into new players, new spawns who clearly they're just wearing a t-shirt and jeans and they don't have anything. And I'm like, oh, do you need food? Do you need water? And they're like, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. And they start. They they seem like they're really kind of trying to get away from you. They're they're edging away. They're like, no, I'm I'm okay. When they're clearly <laughs> don't have anything, it's because they're terrified. They've heard these stories about how people will shoot them or lure them somewhere or rob them. And I know the last couple times where I've been uh, really well equipped and I've run into um, kind of newbies. Is that they like I'm I'm like kind of forced my hospitality on them like saying hey here's four cans of food and here's a bottle no no I'm fine I'm fine and they're kind of backing away <laughs> and they're they're very eager to get away so I, that's one thing I've kind of noticed and the other thing I've noticed is that the times where I've been well equipped I'm more likely to get fired upon without ever seeing who's shooting at me and in fact the last time I died the other day was I was just running through a field and i heard gunfire and i started taking damage and i i couldn't locate who was shooting at me and i eventually died so i think you've got a kind of a suspicion um about the well-equipped character either you should shoot them if you can or just try to avoid them and not spend too much time with them yeah and i you know i can definitely see where that suspicion would come from because you know someone that just spawns with the t-shirt and jeans you know, they're obviously, you know, unless they're extremely clever or lucky, like probably not going to be able to do much to you. But someone who's equipped, right. you know, has a gun, has been around a while. You know, it's right. not like you can just, you know, look at them and, you know, like you said, assume they're going to be a friendly. It's kind of like you have to assume everyone is terrible and then take occasional, <laughs> occasional risks that maybe pan out. But, you know, again, like with the game's, you know, lack of real objective, all of that stuff are just arises out of social circumstance and isn't, you know, predicated by the game encouraging you to act that way. It's not like you get a right. bonus for being friendly or a bonus for uh, being nice to people. That's mostly just, you know, kind of happening naturally and sporadically as a result of people 
you know, seeking contact in the game, which I guess is ultimately kind of what the game is about, is it's survival, but it's survival amongst all this contact with players that you don't know how they're going to act. Right. Yeah. And I think um, I think it's the game's kind of getting a bad uh, reputation, and I don't think that's entirely deserved. And I think, I mean, obviously part of it is some of this stuff that I write about in my Tumblr. It seems like people are acting horribly and, you know, taking people hostage and shooting people and handcuffing them. And But I think, you know, I think a lot of it is, is a kind of a new kind of um, uh, role-playing experience where... Because it's not often that you get to really be a, a bandit type in a game. You can... Like, the thing it makes me think of is, you, you know, you've played Skyrim or Oblivion, mm-hmm. and you'll be walking down a road and some guy will step out of the bushes and hold you up, and he'll be like, give me 50 gold or whatever, or I'll kill you. And, you, you know, if you give him the gold, he kind of walks off, and, like, if you follow this highwayman or bandit or whatever he's called, he's like, he lives in, like, this ruined castle, and he sleeps on this little bedroll, and, and I've always kind of, like wished that was an like a career option in skyrim or oblivion like i want to hold people up i want to i want to jump out of the bushes and threaten someone and have them give me money right you know and and i mean you can be in the thieves guild obviously and you can pickpocket but you can't like really rob travelers and it just seems like kind of like a a cool thing to to do in a game and this i think in daisy you really do have that option I mean that is that is an objective, I guess, in a way. In a game with no objectives, it's an easy one to kind of grab onto. Um, so I think I think maybe you know there's a lot of talk about how horrible people are, but I think it's a lot of it's role playing, and a lot of people haven't had the opportunity to really do that kind of role playing in a game before, and it's I think they're doing it in uh, in TZ. Well, and also, you know, I think the more exciting story is, of course, these these stories of people acting horrible either themselves or coordinated as a team it's easy to understand why those become the predominant narrative when folks talk about daisy uh whereas you know hey this guy came up to me and gave me a can of tuna while i think is exceptionally exciting that a game you know enables that sort of player behavior right you know it's not nearly as as sexy or as exciting of a story although i think to me i find that i find that you know as much as i chuckle at the sort of the uh, the exciting stories that you kind of talk about uh, on your Tumblr. It's really the mundane stuff that I find way more fascinating because, it, like you said, it is a form of role-playing. And the idea of, like, role-playing mundane behavior but set in this sort of, you know, post-apocalyptic scenario is really interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I honestly, um, I enjoy both types. Like, I, I, I kind of like when when something, you know, terrible happens and, People are acting hostile, and I also enjoy it when people are um, polite or uh, friendly. And the, I think the the most intriguing part is you never really know uh, how they're going to act until you really get up get up close to them. Yeah, I, I'm constantly fascinated by some of the the posts you have that are essentially sort of post mortems on bodies that you find <laughs> mm-hmm. because. So how long did the body stay in in Daisy once someone has has left the planet? Um, I I want to say like ten minutes or something, but I'm not sure if that's correct. I, there was a patch note about I think during the last update about removing bodies, and I think it was it was they were supposed to be removed more quickly than they were. I think it was twenty minutes and then switched to ten, but it's it's not 
terribly long. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it is. It is kind of interesting to to just find some some dude just lying there dead because you know he wasn't hasn't been there for all that long. Yeah, and and, it, and it's cool because you you know essentially get to do some some quick detective work on trying to figure right. out what exactly happened to this guy and like how did they end up dying in <laughs> the one that you know you, you do a good job of not necessarily just always highlighting like what clearly was maybe just a glitch or something uh that went went poorly for the person because it's early access but the one where the guy is like splurting blood <laughs> out of his i'm trying to find it some good better description of it um, but yeah, he's basically just standing there staring at the sky as blood just like falls <laughs> right. out of him. Um, yeah, that was that was strange. And I, it was clearly it was a glitch. He had, I guess, expired, but his body hadn't fallen over. But it was very strange. And I mean, I was I stood there staring at him for a good four or five minutes. Just like, is he going to move? Is he going to walk? Is he going to drop? <laughs> but then I realized I could loot him. I could like look through his inventory, which I think means they're either unconscious or dead, but it was very strange, uh, kind of creepy, uh, behavior. Can you, so, but, Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say in terms of finding bodies, the, the one that, that the one that inspired me to start this Tumblr was where I'd, run into this guy um, in a town, and he, he was looking for a water pump, and I knew where one was. And he had this this purple hat and I think this green shirt. Um, and we kind of talked, and he had a can of beans but no can opener. And so I opened his can of beans for him. We kind of shared this can of beans between us. And it got a little awkward because he didn't have a microphone, so he had to type everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but eventually he he ran off, and I, I went away, and then... About an hour later, I I was running around somewhere else, and I came into this uh, warehouse, and there were two zombies standing in the warehouse, which is odd because usually you don't see zombies together, and you typically don't see them spawning uh, indoors. But they were standing over a body that they had obviously just killed, and it was this guy who I'd met an hour earlier, and I could recognize him from the the uh, he had sold that purple hat and the green shirt, and it looked like he hadn't really gathered anything else throughout his playtime but it was just it was so sad to just like i recognized him and it was you know that's what made me think well this is kind of interesting i just i feel so much emotion for this poor guy who i met earlier it's like the one person you meet in the apocalypse and you find them dead later (laughs) so it was uh that was what actually kicked off my this tumblr where i thought i gotta start writing about this is really interesting so do you do you have any stories that weren't able to make it into the Tumblr because you know something happened so fast or, or so strangely that uh, you know you just weren't able to to document it? Because I imagine you know you're that, getting those screen captures happening while you're you're playing. You know you're you're trying to manage everything at once. I imagine there's got to be sometimes when stuff slips through the cracks. Yeah, there are some. There's some where. Um... I've just been so nerve-wracked during the confrontation or the encounter that I forgot to take a picture. Um, there was one... I mean, there are several where um, someone just opened fire on me and I I just died. And it's... You know, you can write about it, but it's pretty much always the same story. I was running through, you know, a field or a town and not bothering anyone. And I heard a gunshot and then I saw the, you know, the screen went black and I was dead. And you can only write about that so many times, um, <laughs> right? But there was uh, there was one where, and this was 
this was very early on, but I had just spawned, and some other guy who clearly had just spawned ran up to me, and he's like, hey, there are these bandits uh, to the south, um, so be careful. And he ran off, and then a little later, I ran into some other new spawn. I'm like, hey, there are these bandits to the south, so be careful. And I, it must, it eventually got back to me because someone else ran up to me and warned me about these bandits like about an hour and a half later. So I think it was kind of like this news service traveling through the whole server through these new spawns about these bandits to the south that were just, you know, robbing people and killing people. So that was kind of neat that it was, uh, you know, the word spread around the the newly spawned survivors that there's trouble to the south, so everyone was kind of heading to the north. And I thought that was kind of cool. Do you, do you find that the folks you encounter that, uh, are kind or want to be kind, or at least you know, in the in the circumstance where you've met, uh, it's mutually beneficial to to be good to one another. Do you find that people ever then turn halfway through, or is it more often that if someone uh, you know is kind of being kind to you and and reaches out in the middle of this game, that they're gonna kind of stick with that until things go wrong for the both of you or you part ways? Um. I don't know. Uh, I mean, to be honest, I have not really um, spent much time with other players that I've met in the game. Mm -hmm. I'll have a little encounter with them, and I think only once or twice have I really gone on to spend more time with them. Um, From what I've read on, uh, on other sites is... People will kind of approach things with a nice, friendly attitude, and then they'll kind of get killed for that a few times, and then they'll be like, screw it, I'm just going to open fire on anyone I see. <laughs> you know, preempt- You know, it's a preemptive strike. It's like, well, being nice and um, you know, giving people the benefit of the doubt has gotten me killed three times. You know, I don't want to throw away this character, so I'm just going to start opening fire on people. That, I, I've read that on a few different sites now. Um, that seems to be kind of the way it goes. You start out, oh, I'll be friendly, I'll try to help out, and then I get screwed a couple times, and now it's like, the hell with it, I'm just going to start shooting people. Uh, so but I haven't, reached, I haven't reached that point myself yet, though. <laughs> you haven't been turned into a Daisy uh, player cynic quite yet? You'll get... <laughs> no, I'm, I'm still, I, for some reason, I, I think it may be because, and this is really kind of stupid, but I think it's because it's this early access um, situation like i'm very forgiving of bugs i'm very forgiving if a character gets wiped by a server like you know sometimes you'll log in and your character will just be gone and i'm like it's just an alpha it's a early access it's gonna happen and i think i'm kind of treating like horrible behavior and almost in the same thing like oh they'll fix this they'll fix people being assholes by the time the game is released everyone will be cool but i obviously it's not gonna happen but i think i'm just because it's an early access thing that I'm forgiving of all the bugs and the problems that I'm also, I don't really get uh, a bad attitude if a bunch of horrible things happen. I just kind of let it roll off me or something. But when, um, when I booted it up before I talked to you, the, the first uh, player I encountered uh, had a distinctly uh, young sounding voice. He, he definitely sounded <laughs> uh you know, if not a kid, probably in his young teens, you know, I couldn't tell. We, I didn't have my 
uh, my mic hooked up to to the game quite yet, so all he did was get frustrated that I wasn't <laughs> responding to him, uh, right. and I just kept putting up my fists and putting them down because I was hitting the wrong button, and then he eventually just said whatever and ran off. But mm-hmm. do you do you, what do you do you get any sense of like because this game sold quite a few copies already despite being an early access? Like, right. do you have a sense of the demographic? Like, does it mostly seem like? like young kids that you're encountering or is there like no way that you could even narrow that down based on, on who you've encountered? Um, only I think once or twice of it, have I heard someone speaking over the mic that sounded like they were, uh, exceptionally young, like 15, 14, 15. Mm-hmm. It's mostly, mostly sounded like, uh, you know, probably young adults, um, almost entirely, uh, male. In fact, I have not once run into you can you know you can spawn as uh, a male character or a female character. Not once have I run into a single female character, uh, you know, with a with a female model, mm-hmm. which I think is kind of interesting too. Because for a while I was I was spawning. I, I must have. I don't know if it's random or if it's you you set your preferences. I'm not sure, but it seemed like every time I spawned, it was a I spawned as a woman. Um, but I've never run into a woman in the game, like a woman character or a woman uh, on the microphone, as far as I could tell, which is kind of interesting, I, I guess, or terrible, I guess. Um, that's about it, as far as I can tell from demographics. It just seems to be dudes uh, playing as dudes, as far as I can tell. So, uh, so wrapping this up, because I don't want to take up too much of your time, but have you... Have you thought like where this goes in the future, or are you mostly just I'm gonna keep documenting this while it's interesting until it's no longer interesting? Yeah, I mean, I, I imagine I'll I'll play it for as long as um, as long as I'm enjoying it. Um, I I checked today because I I heard the news today that Dean Hall was planning on leaving Daisy by the end of the year. And I was thinking, oh, that's that's kind of a bummer. I was kind of hoping he would uh, keep, uh, you know, stay a part of the the development process. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I checked, and I, th- especially you know, when you bought an early access game, you think, well, it would be great if if everyone involved keeps working on it forever, you know, as far as you're concerned. Um, but I checked my stats, and I've played it for 82 hours already. <laughs> so that's that's a pretty good uh return on the investment um but yeah i'm i mean i'm still enjoying it uh, i'm a little i think it i don't i think it does need a few more activities a few more um not necessarily uh defined objectives but i think maybe the tools to create your own objectives um i don't know if that's through a crafting system or through some sort of, you know, I think there's been some talk of of uh, building towns or reinforcing buildings or something to create sort of a stronghold type of situation. Um, but I think I think more in the crafting, like there's a, I guess there's some early signs that you may be able to like cook meals or um, kind of combine items to create objects, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't think the game necessarily needs any kind of like end game situation or any real uh, specific 
goals or objectives, but I think the opportunity for people to kind of create their own objectives uh, could use a bit more of that. Cool. Well, Christopher, I, I sincerely appreciate you taking a, a couple minutes of your time to chat with me about it. Plus, I would really like the name of it called Hey, Are You Cool? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like that gets to the to the point of this can go right, this can go wrong, but right. either way, it is representative of sort of the uh, both wild and mundane uh, activities that you can get up to in, in DayZ. So, um so yeah, thank you, thank you for your time, and I'm looking forward to, to seeing whatever whatever else uh, you get up to in Day Z. And it has, it has inspired me to install the game now too uh, and see what oh, sort yeah. of uh, I, horrible adventures I, would highly, I can. Yeah, I would recommend it. It's a, it's a very interesting and quite different multiplayer uh, experience. And uh, you know, in, uh, one thing that really uh, works in its favor is um, there's a really good single player experience in there too. I mean, you can play for days without ever running into anyone and have a great time. And if you want to crew up with people or just meet people and see what they're all about, it's, it, it works for that too. So it's, it's, it's great. And I definitely recommend it. Cool. All right. Well, thanks for your time, Christopher. And, uh, uh good luck. Uh, <laughs> good luck out there, I guess. Cool. Yeah. You too. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Take care. You too.